to the Howling Monkey Reads Comics. Today is Sunday, September 17, 2017. Uh, let's take a look and see what's happening the funnies together, shall we? I hope everybody's having a good or had a good weekend, depending on when you listen listen to this. Uh, I went to a large neighborhood festival. It was it was nice to see so many people, but it was also like stupid hot, and I almost got heat stroke, which makes me think that it's ridiculous that we do not have a law that prohibits it from being over 80 degrees after Labor Day. I want I want that on the books and enforceable. All right, our first comic of the day is The Born Loser by Art and Chip Sansom. In this episode, uh, The Born Loser and his friend are sitting at a table. They have two hot beverages, but they must be different types of hot beverages. Uh, one of them has a puff of smoke rising from the cup. The other one has squiggly lines. Not sure how how that happens, but but it does. Uh, anyway, they're talking, and the older guy goes, uh, you know, I my regret is I never saved enough money for retirement. It's, you know, mark my words, it's never too late or too early to do so. Hey, have you been preparing for retirement? And uh, Brutus Thornapple, the born loser, says, why, yes, I have. In fact, every week I set aside a couple week, uh, dollars for my paycheck towards my retirement plan. And the guy goes, a couple dollars, that's nowhere near enough. The born loser says, well, it is. If the lottery tickets I buy with those $2 hit. The joke here is that the born loser is employing a high-risk strategy for his retirement. Uh, most financial planners would say that you should not invest solely in lottery tickets in hopes that they w- win as your retirement plan. So the joke here is that he's just buying lottery tickets hoping one hits. And that that's unwise. Now, I'm not giving financial advice. Speak to your own financial planner who can advise you what to do, but the born loser is clearly making a foolish decision. Our next comic of the day is Patrick McDonald's Mutts. In this episode, uh, the dog and the cat, Mooch and Earl, are uh, Mooch being the cat, I believe, are uh, sitting on in a field and a goose comes flying up going honk, honk. And uh, Mooch says, hello, I'm Mooch, this is Earl. The, the goose continues to go honk, honk. They go, hey, what's your name? Where do you come from? So on and so forth. And the goose just keeps going honk, honk. And finally, Mooch goes, all right, I'm going to go get a translator. And a couple panels later, he comes back. And he has with him one of those bicycle horns like Harpo Marx always had. And he's squeezing it and goes, of course, honk, honk. The joke here is that in comics, when you draw what a goose says, it says honk. Likewise, when you draw... Or what a or letter what a horn sounds like it says honk so you it appears to be the same language but in reality you could not just take a horn out to geese and honk it and expect to have an enlightening conversation so that's the joke there is that they're not really translating they're just honking a horn our next comic of the day is uh, the Griswells in this particular episode, uh, the porcupine is coming up on the bear and goes, hey, there's a dermatologist convention at the campsite. And uh, the bear goes, well, are they being rowdy? And the porcupine goes, no, they aren't. And then the bear goes, well, then, it's no skin off my nose. The joke, the joke here is that the term, no skin off my nose, it's no skin off my nose, typically means it doesn't matter to me, it's no problem to me, it doesn't affect me. But in this instance, um, we're talking about dermatologists who are who are skin doctors. That's literally what the word means. Derma is, I don't know, Latin or Greek or whatever for skin. Antologist means one who takes weird stuff off of 
So a dermatologist is one who takes weird stuff off of skin. Um, so in this case, if, if dermatologists were causing problems, they might be taking skin literally off of one's nose if they were being rowdy. And that's the joke there. It's no skin off my nose. Our next comic of the day is Ripley's Believe It or Not. And, and you know, on Sunday, Ripley's Believe It or Not has four or five different fascinating facts. Like in this one, uh, David Tennant, when he was 13, wrote an essay in which he said he would one day be Doctor Who. And lo, one day he was, in fact, Doctor Who. Doesn't, doesn't mention the 480,000 other kids who wrote the same thing and ended up not being Doctor Who. But that be that as it may. Uh, but the the more fascinating fact of the week is that 80-year-old couple Ray and Wilma Yoder have managed to visit 664 of the 665 Cracker Barrels throughout the United States. It's trips that have taken them a total of 5 million miles to make. And uh, the key question, well, first question, two questions come to mind is why, why? Why would you go to that many Cracker Barrels? But the more important question is why would you skip the one? Where is this one Cracker Barrel that you're not going to? I mean, it's just, you know, does Ray have an issue with with Tulsa, for example, and he's not going there? I I don't. I assume they have Cracker Barrels in Tulsa, and I assume they're delightful, but I don't. And I don't know that's the one they didn't go to. But nonetheless, they they've missed one Cracker Barrel, which in my book makes them an ignoramus. It's very funny if you've ever been to a Cracker Barrel. Our next comic of the day is Brian Crane's Pickles. In this episode, uh, Mrs. Pickles and her friend are sitting on the porch, and Mrs. Pickles' friend says, What's your favorite movie quote? And Mrs. Pickles goes, Frankly, my dear, I don't give a darn. Because Mrs. Pickles is a classy lady, and she's not going to curse like that foul-mouthed Clark Gable did in Gone with the Wind. Anyway, her friend goes on and says, you know, movie. I think uh, quotes can, can really have strong emotions. Um, like, for example, in Babe, when the farmer says, that'll do, pig, I, I cry. And then she goes, you know, and it also, it also works out of context. Like, when I'm demolishing an entire plate of brownies, I'll say, that'll do, pig. The joke here is that uh, Mrs. Pickle's friend has no self-control whatsoever, and she'll eat a whole plate of brownies. And then she feels self-loathing and starts quoting lines from James Cromwell, uh, indicating that she believes that she is a pig. So that's what's that's why that's funny. That's why that's funny. There. That'll do, pig, babe. Don't know if he said babe pig in the city, but I, and I didn't see that one. Anyway, uh, our next comic of the day is Jim Unger's Herman. In this episode, uh, Herman and his buddy are standing. I think it's Herman. I don't know. It's two nondescript guys are standing at the cat the checkout line in a grocery store. The cashier is ringing up all their stuff, and she finally goes, that'll be $700.38, $738, whatever. And then Herman or some other guy, whoever, I don't know the characters of Herman, uh, but the guy who I'm going to assume is Herman goes, oh, dear, I left my wallet at home, and he and his buddy walk out. And his friend goes, so, what do you want to do now? The joke here is that Herman and his friend are sad, lonely people who gain entertainment by making lives difficult for people in the service industry or the, the, the grocery industry by getting a bunch of junk, ringing it up, and then not paying for it and leaving, which means they then have to put it all up because they've got nothing better to do, which is I think is very rude, probably a little condescending, 
and I think classist. Our next comic of the day is Fred Bassett by Alex Graham. In this episode, Fred, who is, a, who is I believe, a Bassett hound, hence the name, uh, is with his owners, and uh, the wife is bringing something to the husband and says, Happy birthday, dear. And he goes, Oh, thank you. It's just what I wanted. A new set of darts. Uh, and then Fred bounds off, and he comes back with his leash in his mouth, and he goes, Well, let's go and try them out at the Rose and Crown. Huh? The joke here is that uh, Fred Bassett is, and he doesn't say things, he just has thought balloons. So he thinks he's a person, and he thinks he can communicate. He also thinks he can play darts, which he cannot, because he is a basset hound, and basset hounds don't have thumbs, and even if they could throw them with their little padded paws, it is unlikely they could stand up on two legs to throw the dart with the other paw, because they're just, they, he'd wobble over. He just, the joke is that he's a dog and dogs don't really play darts. The end. Bam. Our next comic of the day is The Family Circus by Bill Keen. And this, all right. In this episode, let me see if I can figure this out. Okay. All right. All right. The kids are all in bed uh, and they're all having terrible dreams. Uh, like PJ is dreaming that a dragon is roaring at him. And Dolly is dreaming that there's a terrible thunderstorm uh yeah that's what it is. a terrible thunderstorm um billy is scared because he's hearing a lion in his dreams and for some reason jeffy is scared because there's a guy on a motorcycle uh in his dream and it's not like a like a mean looking guy it's just some dude on a dirt bike but it's it's upsetting him and they're all so upset that that uh that beads of sweat are shooting off their head so they're they're all terrified I, Jeffy is scared of motorcycles, which he's going to need to work on that. But anyway, how are these kids all having such horrible dreams? Well, it's revealed in the final balloon where good old dad is just a snoring so loud that all the kids' dreams are haunted by his clear cries for sleep apnea help. Uh, the dad is just snoring so loudly it's upsetting the entire family, except apparently for Val, who is, I guess, used to it at this point or is not there that night because she's not shown. I don't, I don't know. But anyway, the the joke is that the dad is snoring so much, uh, and probably has sleep apnea and should see a doctor. That's comedy. Finally today, Andy Cap is drunk. This program was brought to you by Law Dog Productions, LLC. All content copyright Law Dog Productions, LLC. To contact us, email joe at thehowlingmonkey.com. And if you'd like to support The Howling Monkey, you can do so on Patreon at www.patreon.com backslash thehowlingmonkey.